in the same way that music is emotion set to sound. Yeah. Flavor is that is that is, emotion, is that one of yours? No, flavor is emotion set to experience and memory. With over 25 years in the field, Cryer Malt have been bringing you the best local and imported malts. They are your premium brewing partner and they are proud supporters of this. And this is Good Brews Week. I am your host, Pete, Professor Pilsner Mitchum. And joining me just across the table is Matt Kierkegaard, live from Brisbane with me. Hang on. How live? <coughs> Cheers. That's how live. Uh, g'day, Matt. G'day, Pete. Mate, welcome, welcome to Brisbane. Uh, for the listeners, I've literally just picked Pete up from the airport, uh, brought him back to uh, the Bruce, Casa del Kirkegaard. Casa del Kirkegaard, not even the Bruce News offices, um, as we're having our Christmas party today. And what, what a day for you to be here, Pete. People are going to start thinking. Well, the funny thing is, Matt, just just out of just before we start and get into the news, um, obviously I've, I've, I've had my um, the phone on uh, airplane mode for the last uh, couple of hours. Any news uh, while I was in the air? <laughs> well, funnily enough, there was a, a little story dropped um, the, 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 this morning. Um, very unexpected, Pete. Um, no one seems to have really thought much about this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know... Nothing in the wind? There's, there's been nothing... No, no rumours? No no rumours. Uh, but Bolter... Just out of the, a Bolter out of the blue. Out of the blue has announced that they've sold. So, yeah, no, all, all kidding aside, big news... Um, that has been doing the rounds for some time. Um, there, there's been a lot of talk about this one. Um, and uh, Just to clarify, it's not that Bolter have been talking about, oh, we're ready to sell, or we've been no, talking no. to suitors, or, oh, we've had, we've had approaches. It's fair to say that all of the, the rumours uh, have come from outside of, of Bolter and have been, to be fair... Pretty much. Well, you just never really know where rumours come from, um, and you know we started picking. Well, again, Bolter's been one that just because they looked an obvious takeover target, that people have been saying that they're going to be bought. Um, just clarify your position on that for me. What, what's obvious? Um, Look, they're it, successful. It, it's a su- successful brewery started by um, people that. You know, weren't brewers, so there was a business. You know, so there were the, the, the surfers. They had some, uh, you know, business contacts, um, yep. and it was an idea for a brewery before it was a brewer saying, "I'm going to start my own brewery," um, which is one of the things I guess you look for. You know, sort of, it was an, an investment um, or a, a project, a, a project, um, and I, I would imagine that's one of the reasons why people have said it. And you know, it was it was a couple of big names. Um, that, that they went large, they surprised a lot of people with the quality of the beer that they started with, um, right at the start. Yeah, because I think, you know, and we discussed this on the, on this very podcast that uh, there was a a risk, perhaps, or you know, the possibility, or you know, the fear that uh, it's just going to be a it's going to be a vanity brand. It's going to be a, and it's going to be all about. Um, you know, punching sharks, and it's going to be all about surfing yep. lifestyle and all that sort of stuff. Whereas when it came out, it was actually very strong branding that was nothing to do, apart from the fact they're on the Gold Coast, nothing to do with surfing. Nothing to do with surfing, and you know, if, and I think that's part of that. That's the bedrock of their success. That and and Scotty's um, Scotty's beers. Well, well, well Scotty, yeah, absolutely. And you, you don't want to pull any single person out because, um, but if you were to pull one single person out, it'd be Scott. Well, no, I wouldn't because, you know, Scotty makes great beer. And, like, the, the beer that he comes up with is just spot on. Um, and he's passionate and, you know, very fastidious and precise and all of those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. 
Um, he's also got a lot of credibility in, in, in yeah. the industry. Um, he's seen somebody, but I honestly don't think that you can take out you know the contribution that someone like Sterling Howland has made either. Oh no, no, hundred um, percent. And you know, but as I say, all the great marketing in the world isn't. You, you can't. You know, you, you can't well, polish a turd. You can roll it in glitter. But you, you, his marketing and the way that I guess he crafted the the look and feel and the the ethos of the brand had to be matched by. The quality of the beer. Uh, absolutely, yeah, and, and that's where I don't take away from it. But then I look at, you know, and that's why I say that I don't think you can just sort of say Scotty is the is the brand or, you know, the, the, the beer has absolutely lived up to the quality. Um, but Scotty was brewing for 18 months at Byron Bay after he left Stone and Wood. Yeah. Um, yep. Before he left, but before he even started with Stone and Wood, his first and winning job, And winning trophies and medals. Winning trophies and medals. Before he even started at Stone and Wood, he was brewing up at Sunshine Coast. His first commercial yeah. brewing job yep. was at Sunshine Coast. And he was only there for six months, but he took their um, Dunkel, uh, you know, their, their Dunkelweiss. He took it to the AIBAs, won a gold medal. Um, from memory, it was half a point off winning the trophy from Beinstefaner Dunkel. Mm. Um, and, you know, I, I, I can tell you now that Scotty could still be at the, the, the Sunshine Coast Brewery making beers that are that good. He, he took their mid-strength um, to, to win the trophy, the mid-strength trophy. He could still be at the Sunshine Coast Brewery smacking those beers out of the park um, and Sunshine Coast Brewery would not be a takeover target for CB. No, um, true. People would be poaching Scotty, yep. but the, the brewery. So, you know, it wasn't just... And, it, and breweries like CB don't buy brewers. Um, they've got a million people. Once they've got a recipe, and oh, once yeah, they've got yeah, a thing, no, 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 they, they could. Yep. Um, and and it, it's the brand. And, and that's why I don't think that you could um, separate any one element of, of the brand. It is, you know, just like the Beatles. Would Ringo have been a uh, um, you know, rock star um, or a hairdresser? Um, <laughs> well, yeah, as, as uh, one interviewer famously asked, uh, you know, talking to the doing an interview with the Beatles and said to Paul, "So is is Ringo the best drummer in the world?" He goes, "He's not even the best drummer in the band." Yeah, I I, I think that's. But anyway, but you, you take we 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 won't be accused anyway. of waffle this week. But yeah, so look, huge news. Um, and first of all, good luck to the guys. Congratulations. Yep. Um, you know the the fact that they've created a beer and a brand that is worth buying. Um, is a huge credit to, to all of them, and we wish them every every, every success. Yep. And um, as we said with Green Beacon, um, when we were talking about their sale, um, nothing that we say here takes in any way it, it, it takes in, anything away from those people. It's no criticism of them or anything like that. But the reality is that businesses don't operate in a vacuum. Um, it's a little bit like uh, the the. The, the planets, you know, there, there's a system, um, a, a solar system, and each planet affects the gravity of the others, um, which is getting a little bit metaphysical. Yeah, I'm just trying to work out where the hell you're going with that. Well, well, it's not just the Earth orbiting the sun. Like we are. Not true. We're, we're, the, the 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 sun, um, you know, has a gravity, has a significant gravity, but the Earth wobbles because the moon. Um, so if the solar system is independence, then is Bolton now Pluto? Has it, has it, has <laughs> well, it lost its planet status? Well, it, it has lost its planet. I, I, well picked up. You know, it's not where I was going, but well picked up. Yeah, um, Bolton has picked up its planet status, but it still is a huge, um, you know, uh, 
body that has a, a, a gravity within the, in the marketplace, and yeah, independence sure. does as well. And and, and that's where I was going. Yep, yep. With, with, with this, so you know, when you when you have a body like this join, um, you know, an even bigger body, that has an impact on the on the rest of the market, and um, you know, it, it really throws the value of independence um, into. Uh, you know, very deep focus. Yeah, um, and, yeah. and and we've seen the the, the IBA release a statement already. Um, what, what do you think of that headline, Pete? I did what? say that the IBA headline was something along the, uh, independence the value won't of independence. The the value of independence hasn't changed. Hasn't won't, won't falter. Won't falter. Which is obviously a direct um, reference. Now, whether whether it's an oblique reference to them or a bit of a, a slap, they do go on to say, you know, we wish them well. We don't take away from any anything. Um, for any of the the, the breweries, mm, but hand um, back, but hand back the keys to the clubhouse. Well, they, they, they don't. Fair enough. You, you've you've got the constitution exactly the same way as Green Beacon. They do. Have their sent back, you know, but they didn't say that. They the didn't. Ju- they, they, they didn't just say with Green Beacon. If you remember, they just have said, "Look, you know, we wish them luck, uh, and you know, obviously, they are no longer eligible to be part of our club." Um, the the IBA um, statement went to to the length of saying they weren't actually paid up members. As for the recent announcement regarding Bolter, all business owners have the right to make the decision and congratulate them for taking the leap uh, to start a business and for getting some form of return on their efforts. However, their IBA membership had already lapsed and as they had made, as they have made the decision to sell a business to a large brewer, they made the decision in full knowledge that they are no longer eligible to be a member of the IBA. To me, look, I might be reading far too much into it, but when you see most uh, announcements from the IBA tend to under egg any pudding, they they say less rather mm. than more. That's a little bit of detail that. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but that was an unnecessary little bit of detail that they went into, as if to say this has been in the offering for some time. Which I well, yeah, yeah, intimating that if you deliberately let your membership lapse, yeah. you don't renew it. Yep. you're kind of saying we either a don't want to be part of the IBA anymore, or b we we know we're not going to be eligible. And, and but that was something so that they didn't need the to say, work. and they've never said those sorts of things. They they if we ask, does them, that indicate that that this one perhaps cuts a little bit deeper? That this means a little I think bit more? it does. Yeah, I, I think this cuts a little bit deeper deeper on a whole lot of levels because um, it certainly will. And obviously, you know, the Facebook's lit up um, with comment. Uh, most of it fairly predictable. Yep, um, and it does show that. Yeah, we do with, with beer. Unlike our runners, our jeans, our frozen puddings or our soft drink or our restaurant choices um, where we don't know and presumably don't care nearly as much about who owns you know the bigger picture cars that yep. sort of thing um, with beer because for so many reasons we do care a lot more and so it does and look guess, it, you know, if we didn't care look, we independence would mean nothing if we didn't care about our, our beer and craft beer look you look at the passion you look at the you know as you say there aren't facebook groups really or there, actually there probably are but there aren't really active facebook groups to um shoes or you know cereals and and things like that yeah but yeah the, the reason craft beer is a revolution and it's, it's gone ahead is because we have a passionate investment in, in what we're drinking. But is part of that, Matt, uh, driven or born out of the fact that for so long 
we had such blandness, we had such a, a, a duopoly that was basically producing 40 brands across two breweries, CB and Lion, yep. all of which had very different um, market proposals and, and, and um, you know, brand propositions and all those buzzwords, but they were effectively the same beer. Yeah. Whereas all of a sudden, Matilda Bay came along, Mountain Goat came along, Holgate came along, more recently, Bolter came along, and all of a sudden there's something we're, we're railing against the man. We're railing against the machine. Well, there, there's a little bit of that, but also you, you need to sort of say, why make this purchase? It's more expensive, it's harder to find, there's more of a commitment involved to get it most of the times. And you're only going to do that if you care more about it. Um, and well, Matt, I'll tell you why. Because in the same way that music is emotion set to sound... Yeah. Flavor is that is that is, emotion, is that one of yours? No, flavor is emotion set to experience and memory. It's from the Dorito effect, which uh, you ah, encouraged okay. me to. Oh, there you so go. I downloaded it on the Kindle, and I was reading it in the plane on the way up nice here. Quote. And I thought, oh, actually, that actually makes a lot of sense. That, well done. Yeah, yeah, flavor. We chase flavor as humans. We chase flavor. It doesn't like it's not nutrient. It's not um, uh, sustenance. It's something far more than that. And because it triggers those memories and that sort of thing, that we are hardwired to seek flavour. And, and that's a re- actually, that's a really... Well, we're not actually hardwired to seek to see, to flavour. to flavor. appreciate, um, perhaps. Sweetness, you know, our bodies crave sweetness and salt and things like that, and we tend to avoid salt and... Uh, sorry, um, bitterness and sourness Sour. because... Yeah. Of, and so a lot of plants, as an evolutionary thing, they have adopted those flavors to make us choose them for a whole range of reasons you know and you know we've preferentially cultivated um different plants but anyway so so, so that's a, a great example because mm. it's more than for, just for the businesses liquid. to survive um you can buy the same liquid anywhere yeah. um but if you care about it if that brand has a reason that you choose it over all of the others yep. that brand will survive it's an evolution and it all thing. automatically then has value and it was interesting to watch the Facebook response to this. There wasn't nearly the same. You know, there was a little bit of eye rolling. And I get the feeling that people are starting to get tired about all of the takeovers. And it's, ex- mm. it's a little bit expected. And yep. there are people that are passionate about it. There are people that are saying, look, I'm not going to buy it again yep. uh, or whatever. But it's certainly very different from when Mountain Goat, um, you know, you're not seeing the same, oh, your sellouts or things like that that, that, that you once did. And there's certainly a bit more of that. Well, well done. Uh, good reward for hard work. Yep. Da, 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 da. I don't know whether people are just, and I hope they don't, I, I guess, get into that, um, I guess, the, the rut that, oh, well, it's going to happen. So I, I might as well enjoy the brands that I enjoy now while they're independent because yep. if it can happen to Bolter, if it can happen to Mountain Goat, if it can happen to Green Beacon, if it can happen to Feral, then it can happen to my favourite as well. I yep. must enjoy it while I can. And, 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 and I think that's actually increasingly becoming a barrier to people investing emotionally in independence and it, it, it's one of the great challenges that the IBA and independent brewers have got to to overcome yep, is yep. saying because I, I haven't seen anything about what is the value of independence um, you know what benefit do you get in addition to your beer when you buy you can't argue that it employs more people because Bolter the day before they sold had 50 employees the day after they sold, they've still got 50 employees. Those employees were paying tax in Australia. They're they still do, paying tax in Australia. I, I do get, I appreciate that the profit 
that the business that they that their hard work that their labour generates is now going overseas, overseas. And, and and that is a, and that is a valid point. As somebody posted on Facebook, CB hasn't paid um, tax in Australia for some time. Mm. Um, but also, but I, I guess that's the thing is that one of the reasons you see you know businesses be acquired is synergy, um, and you know well you don't need. Um, as big a marketing team, you don't need the same number of sales because you know Bolter will have a sales team. You'd imagine that they, they don't need to employ extra sales guys to. No, take well, on. in fact, presumably, well, they acquire because the guys who are out there now selling Four Pines or selling Pirate Life or selling Carlton Draft will now be able to add Bolter. But, yeah, to, but they weren't necessarily going to the venues that the Bolter. Sales oh, team. I, I'd imagine that they are. Um, yeah. yeah, and and again, like, a, but but you the, get the, the efficiencies big... of, of of growth. Is that yeah? You know, like you don't need to whatever the, the the ratio is, the number of sales guys to have things. You don't have that because you've got a bigger team who's national, and you've got all of the logistics. So I I, I think that's one of the um, the bigger you get, the more efficient you become as well. So the oh, f- and I'm sure Bolter today. Uh, sorry. The day before the sale, were far more efficient than when they were in the first yeah, couple of months of operating. Yeah. You, you find your feet and you, you get a bit of a rhythm going and all those sorts of things. The biggest difference, I think, um, is that with one less independent brand, one more tied brand, if you like, to the, to the big house, means that there's one tap fewer, one tap less in each of those venues. So it does... Regardless of the beer's not going to change, the quality's not going to change, the quality of the people running the business is not going to change. They're 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 not all of a sudden corporate over. It makes it harder and harder for. But it does make it harder for independence because, you know, one of the things if you track the course of tap contracts over the last five or six years, um, you know, ten years ago the big brewers were really really resistant to craft beer, and you know, go back and talk to some of the. marketing guys from CUB for example we've spoken to over the years and um, even I think was it Vincent Rui or um, anyway what one of the, the people we spoke to four or five years ago talked about you pull the oar that moves the boat and craft beer wasn't an oar moving the boat mm. um, and we were telling them that craft beer is a thing craft beer is a thing they go no look you know craft beer is x percent um, yeah. you know no IPAs are going nowhere until they suddenly realized that it wasn't actually the volume of any one brand or any one beer that was selling on the tap. It was the level of contract that they were getting in venues because because CB and Lion didn't have brands that were attractive to consumers. Publicans and big publicans were saying, look, I don't want an 80% or a 90% tap contract with you anymore because you don't have the products that... the people outside on the street want, will, want to come, come in and yeah. have. Yeah. So I'm only going to go 60%. So I'll still take your Carlton draft. I'll still take your you know, Corona in the fridge. I'll still take your whatever. But I only want 60% because I want a bolter. I want a green beacon. I want a you know, mountain Stone goat, wood, a mountain goat. Stone yep. wood. Um, and all my local that's just uh, you know open up around the corner. The, yep. You know. Gee, they've got that. I need to have that as well. Yep. And you can't give that to me. And... Suddenly, in the last three or four years, we've seen a complete change of the way that the big brewers have, have operated, and they're no longer just going, um, well, we're only looking at volume. They're going, well, hold on, if Lion has got a better craft offering than we've got, then yes, we're not getting a lot of volume from that tap. But at the same time, they're putting on 
um, Iron Jack rather than Great Northern. They're putting on Forex Gold rather than Carlton Mid. Yep. And so our big volume ones are losing out because we can't entice them with the lower volume but highly attractive ones. Um, and now suddenly we've seen you know, Green Beacon, you know, all of the ones that we can sort of trot off that have, that have been purchased um, that are going on, the, um, on, on tap it actually is starting to swing the pendulum back. I remember I was speaking to a publican, and we've, we, again, we've talked about it on the podcast in the last uh, two years, publicans saying, um, and sales reps reporting back, the publicans were going, oh, I'm just going to hold off on re-signing my contract because I've heard that CUB are buying another brewery, um, and I want to see who that is before I sign. Because the, the craft portfolio you've got is actually determining the contracts that venues are, are getting and this is a huge um, win for cub to to have a, oh, a, a brand um that, that still has and, and on the podcast um you know mick fanning was saying look we might have been off mic at the end but mick they're, they're basically staying and we couldn't i think we can expect to see um the surfers a little bit more front and center in in the brand these days rather than just the brand because they've created a credible brand mm. and now they can leverage off it to, to a much broader appeal. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's going to make it very, very hard for independent brewers. Yep, yep. Uh, and that's, that's really it, where it changes. Go to your podcast feed and uh, have a listen to Matt's chat uh, with the guys from Bolter because that will give you, uh, I guess, all the information that you, that you need. Uh, we're not going to do it to death here and, and, and keep banging on about it, but it's probably worth, Matt, uh, doing a quick little follow-up um, on last week's podcast we, and, and the week before. We talked about the independent seal and how important that was and um, how it was being rolled out, but there was a little bit of confusion over just how, how much independent beer you needed to uh, have in order to qualify to, to hang that shingle, I guess, out, outside your pub. Um, so we asked, well, I wonder if we could get some clarification. And well, we did well, indeed get some clarification. We were going to go to uh, Jamie Cook to ask that question specifically. But as it turned out, the Independent uh, Brewers Association newsletter went out um, looking at the independent supporter seal. Um, and it specifically asked that question. So I'm not sure whether they'd seen that on Facebook or whether they listened to the Radio Brews News podcast. Oh, well, listen, well, thinking about the timing and when the IBA newsletter came well, out. Well, we'd actually talked about it the week before. Oh, we did too. And, yeah. and, and we also had a couple of questions. And we were responding to questions in the Radio Brews News Facebook, Facebook yeah. page. Um, so the independent supporter seal, why is it okay for a venue with only one indie beer tap on its bar to be a certified supporter. It's about gathering momentum and prompting the discussion between the members and venues and drinkers around why some of the beers are indie and some aren't. The IBA is not set up to police tap and fridge numbers and the members have a role to play in ensuring they stock at least one indie beer. They also need uh, to be active in supporting the supporters through staff and consumer education ranging in visibility. But again, how do you police... If you're not going to police stock numbers... Um, it's much easier for you know, the IBA independence inspector to walk in and go, what, what have you got? Then for them to go in and audit staff knowledge and training and, and those sorts of things. So it, it's, it, that, that seems like an interesting thing for them to say. We're not here to police numbers, but we are taking an interest in, in those sorts of things. Yeah. I don't know how they'd police that. Um, 
but uh, we've already had nearly 100 trade supporters signed up and so we've made the start but need to build on that from here. All members now need to encourage their customers to get more supporters to sign up, etc. Um, and there's a trade engagement group um, as part of that. And just to clarify on that, so they, they need to stock an independent beer. So that could be, you, you could have a 100% tap contract with one of the big players, but have a six pack of Stonewood Pacific Ale yep. in the fridge, you can qualify, yep. you can you can be an independent supporter. Yep, and and, and if you think about it, like, you know, uh, Cooper's, for example, once upon a time, you know, if you, if you rewind the tape, um, once upon a time there would have, you know, if you had a venue with 10 taps, eight or nine were with CB or Lime, Cooper's was always the independent yeah, yeah, beer the tap. Um, yeah. I um, need to sort of clarify this, but... Cooper's, because they make 80 million litres, not the 40 million that I think is the threshold for independence. You know, you you can have Cooper's as your um, 10th tap and you don't get to wear the independent seal. Yeah, and very keen, I think, personally, I'm very keen to hear our listeners' views on the volumetric uh, element of of, of independence. We're saying that too much of a good thing is bad. No, look... Like, once you make a certain amount... It's 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 hard. It's and again, I'm I'm not in I'm not involved in these discussions, obviously, yep. and never will be. But having followed these discussions with the US and seen what's going on in the US and spoken to people in the US and you know been spoken to people over here, um, volume you know, there, there's no magic number at which beer changes its inherent quality. Well, and the US Association also proved it's a very flexible figure. Yeah. Um, because as one of the cool kids, Boston Beer Company gets too big, they they raise the they, they, they raise the bar. Boston Beer Company in particular. So does um, that suggest? Well, no. Just as a it's a a non business person, I see that as well. The volume isn't really all that important. It well, it, it like is, at what point it's, is it? It's an like, arbitrary why, number. Why is, yeah, why is it important though? What yes, is, it's an arbitrary number that doesn't actually mean anything inherently, but it looks at the influence that any one business can have within the market. So I don't know how they settled on 40 million litres and not 81 million litres. So Coopers could be technically part of it. But it's the influence that a business has in the marketplace which which can affect um, the market. And I guess that comes back to to the gravity that I was talking about before. You know, if you're a really big business, then you can have a much bigger influence over the market than a, a much smaller one. So... Um, it, 40 million litres I, mean, I, I don't know what stone and wood are I mean they were last I, 12, I looked 13. well that's what I was going to say 12, 13 I'd, I'd imagine they're 13, 14, 15 maybe even 16 million litres maybe more um, but they you know so, so that still gives them plenty of room to, to, to grow um, yep. and not be uh, you know and, and not go outside of the cap so it was a. It's a number. But even, that, at, even at twenty-one million litres, Stone and Wood is no less craft. a champion for independence or no, no. Craft. But, but even at forty-five million litres, the beer isn't going to change. Um, you, you, you'd oh, hope. Sorry, yeah. um, even at forty-five million litres, the, the beer's not going to change. But they will have reached a scale, and Stone and Wood you see everywhere these days. Anyway, you know, it, it, it's one of those beers that. Well, um, interestingly, and I'll just point out, uh, just with the Melbourne Cup Carnival recently, and it's the. Um, the tribe so guys that i grew up with 
And since we were 16, 17, we were putting in some cash each year and uh, doing a Melbourne Cup syndicate. We'd all put our numbers in. We'd either get our money back. Nine times out of ten, we'd, we'd do our dough. But every now and then, you'd, we'd get it's a win. It's an investment in your fund. It, it is. It's basically, it's like, a, it's like a night out. It's like, well, you wouldn't balk at spending 50 bucks you know, on a meal together. Um, so it's that sort of thing. And once a year, we get together. It's usually at, at one of our old stomping grounds in um, in Melbourne's outer suburban. That wasn't a subtle plug for anybody. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Uh, although more on that in a minute, um, but uh, yeah, the coaching horses, the Manhattan or the Croydon, and I think I'm pretty sure they're all ALH hotels now. So the offering is is all reasonably similar. But for the years that we've gone there for that one night of the year, well, sorry, the one that one year night of the year that I go there, um, it's always been it's, it's Carlton Draft or it's VB or, or whatever. Interestingly, this year for the first time, so there was the, not only was there. Uh, Brewery Fresh Carlton Draft in the in, in the unpasteurised in, yep. in, in the, the copper tanks, um, but there was also Furphy, there was also Little Creatures. The one odd one out, the independent brand, was Stone and Wood Pacific Ale. So well, they're there, so they're, they're able to wear the. I was um, the only one drinking it. I got it, <laughs> but but like you may have in the past say, oh, there might have been a six pack in yep. the fridge, and I think last year uh, I had Stomping Ground Watermelon Smash. Mm-hmm. They just had some different venue or the, the same one, same venue, okay. different different area of the, of the like a different in the restaurant bistro part of the of the same the same pub. Um, so it's it's interesting the way things are are changing in that respect. Uh, presumably, and then a couple of days later, or the, the following week, um, we got together again because we we magically had some money left over. So we thought, well, we can't have that just burning a hole in our pockets. Let's just donate that donate that to the tab. Um, but we went to the Croydon. Now, the Croydon was the absolute mecca of mainstream, mainstream locality. Like it was, it was basically just one big sports sports bar with mainstream beer. Um, but I was able to drink, uh, and I posted uh, on Facebook, um, Hargraves Hill Pale Ale. They only had a six pack yep. in the fridge, but that was the only independent beer. They could be an independent supporter. Yep. Like they could, they could carry the seal, and at least then. That's getting that message out to, I guess, people who wouldn't otherwise. Even if they ignore it, they'll at least see it and maybe ask about it. And it absolutely does. Yeah. But... So I guess I kind of see that. But again, so... so the value of it. Yeah, having only one um, beer on tap, for example, if they've got some, some uh, supporters badge, as I said um, last week or, or the week before. Yeah, a tap hanger or something. If you've got the tap hanger there, it prompts a conversation. What makes this beer different? Why hasn't that one that I like? Why, why hasn't, hasn't Cooper's that got beside it? it got it? Furphy. Furphy yeah. surely is a little brewery down in Geelong. Like it. Why, why Furphy, is that yeah, independent? It's just Australian is, uh, you know, meat pies and Holden cars. Um, Furphy's. Um, and, but, and, and it does create that conversation. But when somebody says um, to, the, to the bartender, oh, that beer that's got the independent seal, what does that, what does mean? that mean? I thought Cooper's was independent. What is the answer? You know, yeah. What, what what is the thing that gives them a flag to raise so they can go? Actually, yeah, I'm going to go that independent brewery because because if it's just oh well, Cooper's you know they're, they're still family owned. They've got you know five generations. The six generation started. You know, gee, they 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 employ a lot of Australians. They've got a maltings it makes, and you know they've got eighty million liters. But you know that's too much beer. You know, no one's going to go. So they're oh, small light independent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but no one's going to say. Oh look, okay. I'm going to go the independent one because you've changed my world, and I'm only going to seek out independent beer. Independence needs a it, 
I, I go back to Pete Brown's um, chat at the uh, Brucon. Independence needs a flag that everyone can stand around and salute. Um, it needs to be easily summed up. It needs to resonate with people. And I just don't know what that... I, I, again, I still don't know. I've got it's my personal... It's thing. I've it's, got my personal reason. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And again, like, you know, I'd, we, we had um, Bolter at the Echo last year um, because they're an independent brewery. Yep. They're one of the breweries we have. Um, and been great supporters of Great Craft supporters Beer of Craft Beer Alley that we do. But we have independent... Um, with the exception of Lion, which has a separate sponsorship. Um, and so we have, you know, I think 20% of the taps are Lion taps, um, which is something that we can't do anything about. We Independence means something to us. Um, we've got something... We, we've got our own personal value, but, you know, the, the way I waffle on, I'm not going to give anybody... You know, I'll, I'll talk about the history of craft beer and, you know, that it was independent brewers and the sort of, you know, independent spirit of small guys willing to take a battle and prove the market and go out and hand sell. And you, you need something that fits on the back of a um, decal that gives a bar person... And, and I don't know what that means for independence. And, and it's going to become harder and harder with each successive sale because people becoming... It's, it's the death of a thousand cuts. That's it. It's not the first and it will not be the last. But... At least here, listening to uh, Good Brews Week, we ask a question one week, we get an answer for you the next week. And that was our deep dive this week, Pete. That's it. <laughs> so enough of that. Uh, go to uh, Matt's chat with the Bolter guys for um, for the for the in depth scoop if you haven't already. And uh, and also, I mean, I, I haven't. I've been offline for about an hour and a half now since I've been picking you up, and we, we've been chatting. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's. A lot, Look, just looking at the tab that I've got open here, yeah, there's a lot of discussion going on um, yeah, about this. And look, we'll follow it up in, in, we in the We will follow it up. But yeah, let, let us know uh, what you think. Um, and you know, actually, now I've got, I've got some great swag. Um, competition for listeners this week. And we'll hold it over for two weeks um, before we judge it, just because it does sometimes take... We've got a whole lot of listeners that okay, listen. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yep. First, you know, the, the number of We're emails a I get... Yeah, we'll do a competition. Oh, okay. oh cool. Give us your um, 30 words yep. or less. So 25 words is traditional, yeah. um, which would fit on the back of a, of a decal or yeah. fewer. 25 so words or less. Mission statement. Why independence matters. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a bit of a brew dog um, where we're going to... A Scottish brewery. <laughs> a Scottish brewery. We're going to sort of get some consultants in and, uh, and pick their brains, pick their brains, steal their ideas, and then steal their and ideas, then fuck them off. And yep. yeah, well, well, no, we're not because we're going to pay them um, because we've still got some hats left from our trip to the US. We collected a fair bit of swag, and to be fair, like the people we visited, whether it was BSG or CLS Farms yep. or um, Victor Gamash, they were uh, Virgil Gamash. Sorry, Virgil Gamash. They, um, uh, they were really generous. Said, "Oh, look, you know, if you want to take some." Take some stuff for, for, your, your listeners. for your listeners. Absolutely. So Matt and I have not. And you know, I've also got a stuff. We're going to give away. Dog Berlin shirt that I'm willing to throw in. <laughs> my, my personal. I haven't worn it. Did you? Do we end up? You, you picked up a t-shirt at Stone oh, no. too, didn't you? Um, Escondido. I did. Yeah. You I have did. to drag did that I, out. We need to. Did I give that away or did I? 
I thought I, I think I've actually given that away oh, in okay. a previous uh, oh, prize pack yet. Yeah, I, I think I've given that away, but I've got a Stone Berlin shirt. Sam, if you're listening to this, just uh, you know, after the Christmas break, can you just do a, a bit of a stop take <laughs> and just work out what we've got, On what, we've, what we've already given away, and lots of things that we're going to do. But anyway, so it's 25 case words the or less. Tax department comes knocking. If you wanted to build fewer. equity in the I- 25 words or fewer, but fewer takes up more space. Um, 25 words or fewer. But it's grammatically correct. It is grammatically correct. Yes, I'd take that. Um, and are you going to nominate to become the president of the Apostrophe Society, given that the 98-year-old in England... Well, I was going to go with amount versus number. Number, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to go like the Grammar yeah, Society. Yeah. Okay. Um, 25 words or fewer. Um, if you wanted to build equity and convince people that don't currently care about independence when they walk into a pub, why they should care about choosing the independent beer... Give us your 25-word summary of the value of independence and email it. Don't post it into the uh, Facebook comments because other people rip oh, off yeah, don't, yeah, don't, people don't, rip don't off your ideas. Rude dog it. We, 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 we don't want them getting incrementally better. <laughs> but let us know, 25 words or less, uh, fewer, what your um, so argument weird. for independence is. And the one that is most persuasive will win a, swag, a Christmas swag bag that includes a... So long as you fit a medium um, <laughs> t-shirt, well, you could always give it away, or you could just you could you could hang you it on your wall. You could hang it on you your wall. You could have like that. Brewdog Berlin, um, the <laughs> Hard Punk Cafe Berlin um, t-shirt, as well as a hat, and a, we'll get some other swag for you. So we'll certainly make it worth your while for your creative yeah. endeavours that we're going to rip off. Excellent. So get those in. Get, get um, those in. Yes. If you're having trouble getting some ideas, you might uh, perhaps. Tap on the shoulder. 25 words will definitely fit on a shrink-wrapped uh, beer label uh, for a can. <laughs> Where would you go to get them, Matt? Well, I, I wonder if we could get our good friends at Rellings Labels Packaging and Stickers to... Uh, I wonder if we could get a limited run, if they could just sort of slip some of these oh, shrink-wraps onto some just put cans, over any can. And we can go to a brewery and get that as an independent beer that we can then give out for because we want it fresh for the, just the next couple of weeks. Um, they'll be listening to this tomorrow morning as soon as it goes out. They're very, they're very, they, very they, keen. They are very So very... I'll have an email um, telling us whether we can do maybe a carton of putting these words on the independent beer and we can actually have the Brews News independence, independent beer. Yeah, no, but let's get it. we can get a bigger run than, than a carton, but... Well, okay, well, we'll let's see. Let's see how we go. Well, because we, we can send... We can send if we the, can, the person who comes up with it can have their beer idea for independence on a can. There we go. And we'll do a carton of it for you. You heard it here first, folks. Brad? <laughs> <laughs> Look forward to chatting Thanks, tomorrow guys. morning. Anyway, so... <laughs> In advance. Uh, that um, is plenty... Because that's how flexible Rallings, labels, packaging and stickers are. That's If it. you want to find out how they can help your business and be just as flexible... What's that you, number, Matt? one three hundred eight five two two three five. Pete? Very good. That's not bad. You were so, reading it off the screen. I was but, reading it off the screen. Yeah. Founders First. Founders First, yes. I Popped up in the news this week as well. So if you were looking to perhaps stave off the corporate behemoths from buying your business, um, an alternative might be to um, to speak to Founders First. Founders First, yeah. No, and interesting story. Story this week. One of our, it's actually one of our biggest podcasts of this year. Um, we're speaking to Founders First right at the start of the year um, and then speaking to Sean Sherlock about his experience. But And it was one of our biggest of the year and I had a lot of brewers of saying, oh, so um, do you have the contact details for the, the guys at uh, Founders First? In, in, interesting story. Um, Claire did a great article looking at uh, Founders First. and She does great work. She does great work and we're going to be having a beer with her today. We're thanking her for her great work. Um, 
So she's uh, scale up without selling out, says founder's first C, uh, CEO, because, boy, they've, um, they've raised, and I don't have the figures in front of me, they've raised something like $10 million off market already, which they've invested in craft beer, built up a war chest, and now they're having an IPO in which they want to raise between 10 and $17.5 million, um, which in, in itself is quite interesting. So they've taken a variety of stakes in... Um, everything from Spark Change, which is now Spark Brewery, Jetty Road, Foghorn, Foghorn uh, Ballistic, um, Slipstream. Slipstream yeah. um, they've got venues. Um, they've got a sales team. They're looking at an international beer distributor. Distributor. Really interesting model. So I might even get Founders First on to have a just a, an update, talking a little bit more um, about it, because we always find that the conversation sometimes gives a little bit more detail than the written story. Um, but yeah, no, very, very, very interesting model. Uh, Matt, in other news, uh, look, it's just a bit of a follow-up and I'm loathe to actually keep banging on this drum because I don't want people to, I don't want to become a caricature and say, oh, you only do stuff about ABAC because you know, there, there has been some mention that you know we, we, we do mention the Scottish Brewery and ABAC, but to be fair, they keep giving us plenty of material. But just to follow up, uh, recent one this week showing that it's not just the beer that you're about to release or the beer that you released last week. Uh, Pirate Life uh, copped a bit from um, ABAC over some social media posts from 2014 yeah, to 2015. And, and well, I'll be honest, when I first saw it, like again, I often read these things on my phone when they sort of come through and you don't get to sort of see it all. And I saw that there had been a, uh, another Pirate Life thing to question in. To, I'm thinking, uh, aren't they learning? But, uh, aren't they learning? But this, <laughs> exactly. was, this was before they learned. Sort of saying, you know, is there a comment about again? And then suddenly I realised it was 2014, 2015. Yeah. So it was yeah. pre-takeover. And, it and was Matt, just ridiculous. you and I, and as for anyone else who has um, you know, teenage children, yep. the one thing you do stress upon people... Social is media is still live. It, the, the, the internet is permanent. Yep. Like it, once it's out, you can't push the journey back in. <laughs> Those old Brisbane bit of beer ads that showed on uh, you know, Channel 7 you know, back in <laughs> 1982, um, they're not showing anymore. Yes, you can find them on the archive. But no one can complain about them because it's... Because they're not in the public realm. They're, they're not on the public realm. Yeah, you've well, got to go, you, on YouTube, you've got to go and, Yeah, but you've got to go yeah. and seek them out. They're, yep. not, they're not popping they're, they're up. Not officially endorsed. They're, they're, they're not, not whatever. On a, they're not on, on bus yeah. shelters and that sort of thing. You know, the, the, those, those ads of people smoking and having a beer. Um, having said that, though, if, for example, when you posted, even though that was in a closed group, say, say you did it on the Australian Brews News Facebook page, the, the Brisbane Bitter ad from the 70s, mm-hmm. um, and somebody saw that, in their Facebook no, it's not feed because it's not CB because I'm not marketing a beer. I'm it, it's a pop culture it, thing it's or a whatever. beer that yeah, doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Yeah. Okay, right. So but if, no... but if you're still a brewery and you've got something on your oh, social yeah, media that you control, yes. Um, so it, this... it, it's just like a magazine that's in a library. Yep. Um, you, you couldn't complain about that ad now because it's dead. Um, yep. So the lesson for this one is from from ABAC, go back and look you, at your social yeah, media. Check posts your social and media. Just realise that if it's still on your site, because if still somebody live, finds it, shares it, and that beer is still yep. available, well, even if it's not still available, you're in the can, I'm sure I can still complain. Yeah, because oh, it's, sorry, yeah, because it's still, still live. Yeah. Um, exactly. And look, you can argue, as I said in in, in the Facebook comments, it shows how motivated people who want to take issue are, that they're willing to, you know, because yep. this isn't something that's just they casually popped up in bang. front of their kids. They've had to go looking for it. Um, and it's something we need to be aware of and it shows you what, you know, how motivated that yep. they are. So, yep. yeah, so, so that, that's let's, all let's for my back this week. truly a good news story. 
um, the three-peat. Uh, hat-trick for Bright Brewers at Victoria Tourism Awards. Yes, um, Bright Brewery are celebrating their third consecutive gold award at the wineries, breweries and distilleries category at the RACV Victorian Tourism Awards last week. The hat-trick uh, has earned Bright entry into the Hall of Fame, which uh, marketing and promotions coordinator Laura Gray said was a huge achievement and something like and something the brewery have been working towards since winning their second gold in 2018. So congratulations. And again, you know, we, we can talk about independence. It is a genuine feel-good story. We, we, we can talk about all of that. But you know, whether you've got an independence logo on your can or not, you need to be building a community and a presence and a value as a business that, yep. that no IBA um, can give you. And you know, congratulations to Bright because they are. if you go to Bright um, Brewery, Bright Brewery owns everything. They sponsor everything that goes on in, in Bright. They are part of the community. If you go there, you really can't go to, to the region without being part of the uh, you know, you know, visiting Bright Brewery. Yep, and I think one of the keys too to their success is really linking beer in a really positive way with a healthy lifestyle in that the, the mountain biking, um, the, the general high country um, uh, lifestyle activities um, is really linked to the brewery, like you say, in terms of sponsorship and that sort of thing. Uh, last time I was up there with Alistair Robbie doing a post project yep. uh, video for Tourism Northeast. Um, and he's, what, what's that sound? What's that noise? And it's this click, 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 click. And it's all the uh, cyclists coming in yeah. to the brewery yep. wearing their cleats or whatever they're called. Um, and it's just, you know, it, there they are next to families out on the deck. Next there is to, something know, really, really awesome. And, and it, 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 it's, everyone. you know, we're, we're, again, without sort of going back to the anti-alcohol crusaders, but it's something that I would love to take um, the, the people who rail against alcohol to a place like Bright Brewery. Because and, and Bright has had its own ABAC issues, remember, with the... Yeah, yeah with um, the, the colouring inbox. Which was ridiculous. Monster, anyway, yeah. So, so I, and I struggled with that. But anyway... When you look at the people who finish a 50-kilometre high country mountain race, going into Spartan. the brewery yep. and having a beer. Tough mutter, all those. Um, and really enjoying it. And that's how... But communing go. with all the communing, people coming together, joining over a beer. Showing sensibly. a healthy lifestyle, yep. awareness of you know, what you not put in your body. Not rolling at the end of the day. Not rolling in the... With kids there and the things gutter. like that. Yeah. That is the role that the, the beer, particularly... Um, and alcohol, uh, more generally, can can have. Yeah. And, uh, and, and let's face it, like, like you say, you know, the, the wineries have kind of had the um, the stranglehold on on the tourism. Uh, They've had the market. tourism stranglehold and the support um, of you know. There's oh, still it's so easy to get a you know. Oh, can we be included? In, yep. Can we have some signs? Can we yep. have wine region signs? Yep. You don't see, you know. I think the high country might have. Well, the high country we may have, we may have done a guerrilla campaign where we went and stuck uh, okay. stickers that said yep. "and beer" yep. on a few of the signs, or somebody may have, uh. <laughs> allegedly. Anyway, Pete, um, we've got a Christmas party to go and attend. Um, we'll hold off the uh, letters uh, until next week, because yeah. obviously we, we we wanted to give a bit of time and space to to the bolter sale, because it, it just means that much. Yep. Absolutely. But thank you very much to, to Cryo Malt, to Rallings Label Stickers and Packaging, to Unleash Software, who can do a lot for your business, um, whether or not you're owned by the big guys or, <laughs> or you're not. still independent, um, and to uh, Beer Cartel, the Canvent, the Advent calendar, obviously doing really well. Uh, and actually, uh, Sarah Gould just posted, one of our regular listeners, to be honest, this news was a nice break from the Canvent posts. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, people are doing, I think, the right thing and not posting... 
Spoilers oh, before huge 8 Huge discussion PM. about that. I saw a great meme about yeah, you know, just the, 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 the one with the bloke lying next to his but, girlfriend. Yeah, going, I wonder if it's, oh, he's thinking about girls. He's thinking about girls and he's really thinking about, oh, it's 10.30. Is it too I wonder early? if it's okay to post my camera. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, uh, yeah. Enjoy your, just enjoy your beer in whatever form you do. Uh, thanks again to all of our sponsors and our supporters and thank you to you guys for listening. We're off now to uh, celebrate what a great year it has been. We're still on air. Uh, for the next next week, we, we've got a plan. Actually, today we'll plan our Christmas um, yeah the, the schedule because I think we've got two more before we go on hiatus. Yep, we'll be away for a couple of weeks, give you a bit of a break, but you can listen to beer as a conversations, or you can go back through the back catalogue and just listen to all the hilariously One funny podcast stuff that we've I done. Would uh, actually, I don't think we've talked about this on air, but um, I, I was going to say. In light of the Bolter sale, go back and listen to Brendan Varis talking about the sale because that was one of the ones that really left an imprint on me. Talking, understanding that you know, it's, it's not just the humanity of it. It's humanity. It's, it's people. It's decisions and yeah. and, 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 and risk future, and things like It's financial like security. Um, it's it's a lot of things. Go listen to that. But then also, um, I went back and listened to the very, very, very first edition of Radio Brews News um, it with was James Smith and you, me, Kiraly. James and Kiraly. Yeah. and. Jeez, we've come a long way. I remember way. we talked about the uh, beer at the Coron- at the uh, the Queen's dinner. We did. We talked about the beer at the Queen's dinner, the, well, no, the, the Royal Wedding. The, what about no, the Royal the Wedding? Royal wedding. Um, we talked about oh, that. We talked about, but we were talking about Fat Yak. We were talking about you know when you if you really want to understand how far we've come, that's what we were talking about ten years ago. Um, there was also a little bit, of, and I'm ashamed to say, there was a little bit of casual sexism um, in that. Kiralee had just been announced as hosting the um, Australian Beer Awards. Yep. Um, and I asked her what she was going to wear, um, which is the thing you'd never ask a bloke. But then she went on to have four um, changes of outfit. It was a different time, Matt. It, it, it was, was a different, it was it was a a different time. time. It was a gentler time. Um, <laughs> we, we didn't do too bad um, yeah. going back then. And, and I actually miss... I, I would love if we could do this around the table because doing it by Skype is much harder. Um, yeah. But if you want to go and have a bit of a laugh, go back and listen to the very first episode of uh, Radio Bruce. We'll put a link in the show notes. Oh, well. So by which Matt means Joe. We'll put a link in the show notes. Yes. And thank you, Joe. Thank you to Sam. Thank you to Kat. Thank you to Claire. Claire. Um, all the Bruce News staff who have uh, kept things going uh, thus far this year. As I say, still got a couple of weeks to go. Then we'll give you a bit of a break. And we're back in the middle of Jan. Um, and well, then, we'll we'll be back around about the, 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 the week to the week of about the sixth or the thirteenth of Jan. Yeah, something like that. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. Anyway, take care. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all again for the next Good Brews week. Next week. Next week. And we're out. Don't forget, if you like what we do at Radio Brews News, you can help us out in a number of ways. You can sponsor the show, either by a small monthly contribution or through a one-off donation. You can find details in the show notes. You can review our podcast on iTunes or your favourite podcasting service. Let us know what you think and help others discover the show. Finally, you can tell us directly what you think by sending an email to producer at bruisenews.com.au. All letters received will receive a Bruise News bottle opener. And thanks to our good friends at Beer Cartel, the letter of the week will receive a mixed six-pack of Australian craft beer. When Brews News cast and crew are buying online, we buy at Beer Cartel. We love hearing your thoughts on the stories we cover because beer is a conversation.